Welcome to Maximizing Life in the Middle, a podcast featuring two people consciously living and loving as husband and wife, parents, and individuals working to make the most out of their lives. I'm Jay Taylor. And I am Aaron Taylor, and we are so happy that you are spending some time with us today. Episode 7 of Maximizing Life in the Middle podcast. Yeah. At the end of like a crazy week. Yes. Yeah. So maximizing life in the middle this week. The life was bulging at the seams this week. Yeah. The middle, the middle seemed to be getting squeezed out. This or week, pushed out. <laughs> yeah, um, this is uh, early part of or middle part of July, I guess. And um, our son, the budding volleyball player, had a all week camp, but not a sleepover camp, an all week camp at the beach. Three hours a day of playing a beach volleyball um, with. Uh, some instruction from some other beach coaches and myself. The short point that he was playing at is about an hour away or an hour and 20 minutes if you're going in the middle of the day, as my wife was uh, telling me. And she was right. Um, And so, you know, each day we would leave, spend about an hour and a half driving there, spend three hours there doing the camp in 90 that was the minimum temperature degree weather and then get back in the car and drive an hour and 20 minutes back home and it's kind of funny because years ago when we first met you used to say I hate day trips I don't want to do them I only want to stay over and you finally told me that your formula is that you should at least spend longer at your destination than it takes you to go there and come back and if it's less or the same, it's pointless. And so whenever I plan day trips, I try to make sure that the amount of time we're going to be there is longer than the time it takes us to go and come back. But this one was just about three hours down, uh, total driving and three hours total there. So that really didn't work with your formula. <laughs> yeah, and it was, you know, it was it was a grind in a lot of ways. I mean, it was a grind for him, certainly in playing. Um, it was a grind for me, I'm sure, in driving and doing the coaching. But I love doing the coaching. The coaching part is actually, as soon as we got to the beach each day, I was like, oh, this is great. This is so much fun. Um, it was a grind nutritionally. Mm. Constantly in the car. Constantly at the beach with a boardwalk and not Garbage so food. great food choices sitting out there and staring you in the face. And it doesn't help for someone like you who doesn't like to pack food. Well, yeah, our son doesn't either. So you don't like to take food with you. And then there's no good options. There are no good, really good options on the beach. So I can only imagine what your diet looked like this week. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't superb. Um, 
And then it was a grind for those left behind. Yes, and you made a rhyme. I didn't even know it. (laughs) I'm amazing that way. So by the time we got to yesterday morning, and so the camp was at 1 o'clock, and I was leaving each day sometime around 11 or 11.50. Well, I wanted to leave at 11 most days and didn't end up most days leaving until 11.35 or something like that. Um, But by the time we got to yesterday morning, I think you were feeling a little bit of the, the crunch of it all over the past week. Yes, which is um, interesting because I definitely felt the fact that you weren't around. Um, But, you know, how many husbands and wives both work from home? That in itself is kind of an anomaly. So the fact that you weren't around for four days, and it really was only four days... It shouldn't have been that unusual because there are plenty of people where the mom stays home, plenty of families where the mom stays home and the dad goes to work. And in the summer, the mom's home with the kids and the dad goes to work. And of course, there are plenty of families where both parents work and, you know, somebody works from home, whatever. There's a million different combinations. But there are plenty of families where the dad goes to work wherever he goes and the mom stays home. And that would be fine except maximizing life in the middle I'm also trying to work when I'm at home and what I found challenging this week was trying to work and being a mom when you weren't around to make a lunch one day so that I could go take care of something that I needed to do or you know whatever just 5, 10, 15 minutes of help to take care of the kids, to free my time up to do something or what have you. And it was particularly challenging because our youngest son (laughs) is Mr. Social Butterfly. And he, he, I think he really would play with kids, his friends from the minute he wakes up, throw some food in his mouth and hit the ground running to go play with his (laughs) friends until his light turns off at night. And you know how he is when his light turns off. When the light switch goes off, it's over. Yeah. he. There could be a party, a rock band, every friend he's ever known in the house. And he says, okay, I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. And, and that's, that's, it. that's it. And he'll sleep right next to the party and the rock band and all of his friends. Yeah. How many, we, we should have, we should have when we were, when we first started seeing this from him, we should have started a photo series. Of all the places of he. Of all the places he's just decided and this is not like a baby just falling asleep this is like a well he's 10 now this is a 10 year old boy throughout his life hitting 9 30 10 o'clock at a restaurant eating dinner you know whatever he just says nope i'm done pull up another chair i'm gonna lay in your lap you can finish dinner and carry me home and then carry me back because i'm going to sleep We went to California when he was, I think he was four. (laughs) Or what, was he three? I think he was... He's turning four. A little, like maybe three and a half. And I think we were there for eight or nine days. (laughs) And I think he ate dinner maybe three of those days. Yeah. And we didn't even eat late dinners. It might have been six or seven o'clock. But by the time, and he would always, well, for the first half of the week, he would place his order... 
and fall asleep before the food got there. Right. And then we'd have to pay for food that he wasn't eating, and we were in a hotel that we couldn't save the food. So we finally wisened up on that and said, just don't even order anything. Just put your head in our laps and we'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) So on the flip side is he has historically also woken up really early sometimes before the sun yeah 5 five thirty. so he's getting a full day and it's just his day starts a little bit earlier before than the rest of us than everybody else's <laughs> but um but he had a tough week because two of his very good friends he has three friends in the neighborhood right and one of them is on vacation this week one of them is at camp this week and then the third one is home but his mom is a teacher, and she started teaching summer school this week. So she's not home until, I don't know, 12 or 1 or what have you. And so he has to stay home with his older siblings, and he's not allowed out while his mom isn't home. Right. And so that meant our son was getting up at 6 or 6.30 or whatever time he was getting up every day. And then no one was available to play with <laughs> at all. Right. Hour after hour after hour and he didn't want to do a camp this week or any week for that matter and so and you you know and we as parents but you especially are just really not down with okay hey for the next four hours he's just gonna be left to his own devices of but when you leave him to his own devices, he will go to his devices. That's yeah. The problem. <laughs> Being left to his own devices means a device. It means because, oh, I've had time. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because And sometimes it's two at once. Sometimes he'll be watching a TV show on Netflix in the Freedom Room. Sometimes. All right. Many times. He'll be watching Usually. a TV show. <laughs> All right. Almost always. He'll be watching a TV show on in the TV in the Freedom Room through Netflix. And then meanwhile... In his, as he's lying there looking at the TV, next to him is an iPod that is, or iPad that is playing a game where he'll just be tapping the screen at random moments. So he's dividing his focus between the two things, but neither one of them is really all that actively engaging him because he also just kind of is like listless when he sits there. Um, and, you know, we're kind of chuckling, too, because at the same time, like, you know, like, you come in and say to him, okay, Brady, enough. And he'll just kind of give you, like, a sheepish grin and be like, just two more minutes. I got to finish this thing. And we're like, Brady, come on. You've had hours. You don't You've had hours of doing this. So so you had him. <clears throat> our, and then one of his other sometimes default playmates is our is our daughter, who's a mm-hmm. couple years, who's two years older than him. And so in a... In certain time frames, he might find a way to do something with her. And yeah, it might be a little bit play. of a... Yeah, they play together sometimes or do some things. But she was at band camp all week. And it just started this week. Yeah, it just started this week. And she's doing great. And she's enjoying it a lot. And, and it's 8 to 4, so it's all day. Yeah, it's all day. So he was here alone. Not alone. Here with me. Here alone with you. And... I'm gone, so there's never any time where I can just jump in and say, hey, let's have a Nerf battle suddenly in the middle of the day. Or, yeah. hey, do you want to play a game of uh, Yahtzee or Monopoly Deal or all the other or little... Or let me just make you lunch or something. Yeah, or let me just get your lunch. Or, hey, I'll go watch you at the pool or throw balls at you or something like that. So it was all on you. And by the time we got to yesterday morning, you were feeling it. 
I was. And the reason I was is because I had to keep checking myself to really keep myself from being too stressed out. It, it, it required me to use all the self-development tools I've learned over the last 20 years. But I know that I don't want him to just be a screen zombie just 24-7 on the screens that I, I want a mix of. And, and I've come to... Years ago, I came... I wanted to just put a hammer through every de <sighs> screen device there was, including the television, when our older son was younger. But I've, I came to the realization that screens are never going to go away. They're only going to become more prevalent. So the only thing I really can do is learn how to live with them. Instead of trying to say, I want to be that person on the block that doesn't have it, that doesn't own a TV or a computer or whatever. That's just not the reality that we live in, in this, in this time of the world. So I learned how to try to incorporate living with screens. And so, and you know, there are pros and cons to screen time and the sure. things they can do on them and the power of the tools that are available. And then there are the cons of they turn into zombies and they get addicted to them and then they don't know what else to do if a screen isn't in their face and you know so pluses and minuses to that but i don't mind some screen time i don't want him being a screen junkie mm -hmm. so what ended up happening and i know that that's a choice that i make and you agree with it so i make we make whatever but i know that we've created that condition by wanting to make sure that that's not all that's happening and so um, he knows that we don't want him sitting around on a screen every waking minute. And so I would say to him, you know, after breakfast, well, what do you want to do? Of course, no friends are around or available to play with, which would be his first choice. And then, you know, sometimes this week we ran errands because I was just trying to fill the time while yeah. it was just him and I. Saving things that need to be picked up or returned or purchased for this week or these days. And then uh, we played cards. We played Yahtzee. We watched Dude Perfect videos, my favorite <laughs> YouTubers of all time. We watched a couple of those. Um, we went on a bike ride. You know, we did whatever. We did and a lot of things. Great bonding stuff. Right. And so when I would feel, sh well, let me say this. We did great bonding things. We had so much fun. I was his total sidekick hour after hour after hour because it was just him and I. But on the other hand, work all the selfish. hours that I was his sidekick are normally the hours I'm trying to work. And so working from home has its benefits and its challenges. When you work from home, you're home with all the distractions of home. You also don't have a quote-unquote boss who says, I need this by 10 a.m. You have to do this before you go home today. Or every day you have to take care of this task or, or whatever. Right. So I can always, unless it's a deadline I've created or I have, I can say, well, I can just do that later or tomorrow or next week. 
So I ended up pushing almost everything off because I didn't want him to default to a screen. And so day after day, it was starting to pile up on me a little more, like feel a little more stressful. I have all these things I'm supposed to be, I need to be doing, want to be doing for work and not getting them done. And I'm pushing them off. Yeah, but I, <clears throat> so, and there lies the sort of the central issue, right? Is the, he's home, you need to help with him, but yet you feel like there's things that you need to do. The thing I thought was really interesting, so finally Thursday morning came, we kind of had a little conversation at the kitchen table about where you were at and how you were feeling and all this kind of stuff. And I said, well, so I did a couple of sort of uh, householdy kind of chores. Yeah, well, before you say that, I'll say that the day before, um, one of his friends asked if, or he asked one of his friends if he wanted to play, and he said yes, and he was free. But they decided, they were deciding whether to come here, stay here, or go to his house. And they both decided that they would play at the other boy's house for two hours. And it could only be two hours at that point because then I had to pick our daughter up from camp and then get her to her evening activity and then my our son to his evening activity because you weren't here. So I was running them wherever they needed to go. So... It only ended up being two hours, from two to four. So I got home from dropping him off maybe like 2.03. And I could feel, I, I felt like the exhilaration of being f- released into the wild, free. <laughs> I have two hours to myself, I can get some work done. And then instantly behind that, oh my gosh, this exhilarating freedom was the mountain of stress crushing me down, saying, oh my gosh, I have 50,000 things on my list. Let me just dive in. So literally, I was almost the entire time doing three things at once. I had recordings I needed to listen to. My emails were piling up. And now this isn't even major creativity kind of stuff that I was doing. It was just trying to get my head above water from being behind all week. So I was trying to make dinner. I was listening to a recording and trying to clean up my emails and respond to the people and do the things that the emails were asking me to do. Three things at once for almost two hours. Right, and that so that was, I guess, where I was going to go though, with the point in the that next morning, right? Because you you know you talked to me about that, and so the next morning, um, our son. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was I was doing um, I was I did like a couple of like small little household things that normally you know one of these days probably would be falling to you you know did the dishes straightened up the kitchen dishwasher just kind of emptied the dishwasher just kind of like things that sometimes we split but honestly probably you do more of them than i do but yesterday morning i was very conscious of okay before i leave i'm gonna like i'm gonna do like a bunch of little things they can kind of take it off you and then he was involved in doing something or was setting up something with a friend or whatever. So so there was a little break in the action where suddenly you could feel like you were going to have some time to do some stuff. Like over like just a half an hour or an hour yeah, or something like that. It wasn't a long amount of time. But 
and this was the thing that that sort of struck me about this process you then kind of mindlessly were about to go and do something you know that one of the activities more, uh, pressing priority yeah one of the activities that you know is is sort of a concurrent thing that you always have to do in your business but it's not like a I have to do this immediately and I know a burning from, fire right from watching you in the past that it's something that that kind of can at times drag you down slow you down or distract me or distract you and I said wait stop wait don't do that because I had mentioned to you that I had promised uh, meeting notes to someone right days ago that I hadn't even had a chance to type up yet right and I said don't do that thing that's a like hey when time is expansive in front of you and oh yeah well of course I'll spend I'll spend this time doing that thing because I feel like I have the room and energy when you're in like a guerrilla warfare kind of yeah. deal with time get you know and, and you know this this isn't me telling you you're probably better at this than I am but in that moment I said look prioritize go do the thing that that's really really important and it's really like a like a back end cause and effect thing. Do that thing. And then do the next one of those and then the next one. Right. And then come to you know, so when when the middle to bring it back to theme, when the middle really gets squeezed, that's when, you know, prioritization and of sort of mm -hmm. tasks and those kinds of things have to really become like you really got to be on point, on game. You have to be mindful. That's what it is. Okay, yeah, great. So when I was this week, because my ability, my time to work was so limited, as soon as I got the chance, I was like a racehorse, pawing at the ground, waiting for the gate to open. And then when I open, I just want to burst forward, just, just do. I don't even. I'm not even gonna think about. it. I'm just gonna dive in and do it. Right. And there was no, not a lot of uh, higher level thought going into it. I was just. There was no order to the list. I was just diving in and just, I'd start at the top and cross them off. And so you helped to remind me that I wasn't choosing the most effective Wisely. things. Yeah. And so I sat down to type those notes up, which were several days overdue. So I did that. But here's another interesting thing, and it goes back to needing to remind myself not to resent or feel stress because I've created this. And if I had the chance to do it differently, I wouldn't even do it differently. So I have right. to learn how to live with the conditions I have created because this is what I actually want. So feeling gratitude for the ability to work from home, feeling gratitude for my kids, feeling gratitude for the ability to be with them because my mom worked full time. I was in daycare until right. I was old enough to stay home and be a latchkey kid. So gratitude that I get to create, I have the f great fortune to create a different experience for my kids. But it was interesting because I started typing up those notes and about five or ten minutes into typing them and I was steaming right along. I was like mm, boop, 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 typing right away, getting it done. And then our youngest came into the kitchen. I think you were doing the dishes at the time. He came into the kitchen and he came over to give me a hug. Oh. And you were like, oh. And I could tell exactly where you were going with it. You wanted to tell him. 
leave mommy alone. She's doing work right now. Don't interrupt her. She's got this little tiny window. Don't take the time away from her. And then after he hugged me, and I said, uh, uh, you know, I kind of put my hand up to stop you. And after he hugged me, he climbed up in my lap. <laughs> and I just said to you, without having a big conversation, I just said, this is the way it is. It's okay. Right. And so he climbed up in my lap, curled up like a, like a kangaroo in a pouch, and spent maybe five minutes curled up on me. He is a mom's boy. He definitely is. And I love it. <laughs> but he's also a rough and tumble. No, boy. yeah, not in a mom's boy in the bad way, but like his mom is like, he's like all into his mom. Yeah, we're pals. Yeah. So he climbed up in my lap, snuggled up for a couple of minutes, and then he got back down and went on his way. And then I finished those notes and I emailed them off. And it would it have been more efficient if he had just stayed away from me? Of course. Instead of taking 20 minutes to do the notes, I would have taken 10 or 15. But this is, this is it. This is, this is the thing. When we feel stress, we have to look at what are the conditions that we have created that are causing the stress. And then we have to make a decision. Do we want to change those conditions? Right. Sometimes we should, because when we look at the yeah. conditions we have created for ourselves, really stupid. They're not healthy. <laughs> yeah, they're not conducive, supportive, um, loving to ourselves. So we do need to change it. Right. In this case, there's nothing I want to change. I just have to learn how to not learn. I have to remember all the things I already know to stay in a place of gratitude. Know that I've created it. And work to keep the stress at bay. Yeah, and that, so you brought that topic of mindfulness, which I never, I never say it that way. I don't even, that word bothers me somehow, mindfulness. But anyway, like just being aware, right? Awareness. We talk all the time, you and I, about self-awareness. And that's like the key thing was just to sit there and say, okay, if this like you were kind of railing and i said okay well just recognize that right now we're in the depths of it because we're in summer the kids are all home but the one has no friends around and i'm gone most of the days no kidding it feels you know crunch time. unmanageable it's right crunch now time. Yeah, yeah it's crunch time we're ready to take the exam you know we're in finals week whatever you want to you know whatever you want to talk about it that was where we were but it took it took an outsider's perspective, or not an outsider, took a a, uh, a teammate, yeah. a helper, yeah, somebody else to be able to say, well, just don't go too far with that because just recognize that right now it's really bad. Next week, probably won't feel nearly as bad because everything will be fine It'll and everything will be a little bit more back to normal. To be and yesterday normal. was... Turned out to be a great day. It was different too because somehow... An, another friend popped up and said, or no, I guess that was, yeah. yeah, another friend popped up and said, do you want to, do you want to play today? And they decided again to play. Well, no, that time, I guess he came to our house. And so they played from maybe. They occupied each other yeah, for a long like time. Yeah, maybe like four hours. And so instead of having a two hour window, I had a four hour window. And 
I didn't know how much time it would be because they were just playing. So I was just like, well, I'll just, you know, they're occupied. They're having fun. I'll just keep going. They had one little spat that I had to resolve. Took me 10 minutes, whatever. And then I fed them. You know, there were little pockets of interruptions from my work. But for the most part, I got about four hours of work done. And when I and came I home. so much better. And when I came home, oh you gosh. were so relaxed. Yeah. I left and you were kind of in a finding your way through a pickle. And I came back and you were like. Like, you know, oh, we are. Oh, everything's great. But what I did do, I was still kind of in that, I could still feel that my brain was in that mode of get it done, get it done, check it off the list. What's the next thing? Go, 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 go. And I said, you know what? Our youngest son hurt his toe and he didn't want to go to swim practice. And I was kind of trying to force him. And then I thought, you know what? What am I doing? This is nonsense. Why am I forcing him to go if he says it hurts to kick his foot? How's he going to actually swim? So I canceled him out of swim practice. And our daughter had an invitation by your brother to go with a couple of cousins and whatever, grandmom, to see a movie. And I said, no, we're not doing that either. And I just canceled everybody from everything. And as soon as I did that, I felt a huge weight lift off of me. Right. And then the time pressure wasn't there and we could just hang out and... I kind of really was able to come back to my center. So I guess to wrap it all up, when you feel time pressure, I think time pressure is one of the yeah. most insidious. Uh, insidious pressures there is. When you feel that time crunch, when you feel everything pressing down on you, the weight of the world, whether it's time or whether it's you know some other issue, you just have to bring yourself back to the center. You have to... Use mindfulness, use gratitude, meditation, take care of yourself, get a good night's sleep, eat well, um, write reframe. something down. Just reframe. Yeah, have a conversation with someone who helps you to bring it back to reality. Right. Anything that you know that works for you, that's what you need to do to come back to center. Because being centered is the best way to be and it's much less stressful. Right. Excuse me. So, um, that I think is a good point at which we should try and wrap up. Especially because life is squeezing us in the middle again. I have to take the dog to the vet to get his <laughs> leg worked on. Right. So, we're going to go for now and we will be back with you guys soon. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. To thank you for listening to our podcast, we would like to put you in a special drawing. Everyone who subscribes to our podcast and gives us a review on iTunes before we post episode 8 will be entered into a drawing to win either a copy of my book, Connection and Kindness, The Key to Changing the World Through Parenting, or copies of the full library of On the Square Comics publications, including the sold-out first print of Centralia Number 1, the Spring Anthology, and my 2016 sketchbook. The winners will be announced in Episode 9. Good luck!